I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. In Chicago, the unofficial marker of the season is when the Lollapalooza and Pitchfork lineups drop. The song that we're listening to is Red Moon by Big Thief. The indie rock band will be one of the headliners at Pitchfork this year. For more, we turn to Ayana Contreras, content director for Vocalo Radio, and Lior Galil, a writer for the Chicago Reader. So Pitchfork is returning to Chicago's Union Park from Friday, July 21st through Sunday, July 23rd. Lior, can you tell us more about this year's headliners? Uh, it's The Smile, which features two members from Radiohead, Big Thief, which has been a really big indie rock band the past five years. Like they're they're uh, one of the larger acts to to play indie rock. There, okay. They're, uh, and Bonnie Bear, who typically has been hosting a festival in Eau Claire uh, for the past, I want to say, five years or so. That is usually a week after Pitchfork. So this is a pretty big get. Bonnie Bear uh, as a pop musician you know headlines arenas mm. so uh having those three it's it's an interesting mix big thief has played the festival before, several times before so they are a, a familiar presence but uh bon Iver is like one of the last uh stars of the world that pitchfork typically covers and mm-hmm. is known for mm-hmm. that hasn't played the festival and the smile has yet to play any american festival i'm told so it's uh you know uh, i don't i don't see a world in which pitchfork can afford radiohead so this is uh, a pretty good get for uh, long <laughs> readers of the site. Good point. I see you nodding your head there, Ayana. So your, your thoughts, The Smile, Big Thief, Bonnie Vare. What do you think of these acts? You want my honest opinion. No, yes. I mean, you know, <laughs> hey. That's why we called you. It is a good get. I, I, I totally agree with Lior in the sense that if you think that like Pitchfork and Lala are, you know, similar, they're absolutely not just in sense of scale. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity to see these bigger artists in a much smaller capacity park space is probably about as good as it's going to get in terms of the festival experience. So Ayana, let's talk about the rest of the lineup. So I I understand that there are several local musicians performing. This includes this Chicago favorite. So I'm definitely hearing techno. I'm hearing Chicago house influences here. This is uh, Ariel Zatina. It looks oh, like. okay, yeah. So Ariel, Ariel is um, really known for acid house styled mixes. Okay, um, and we had we actually interviewed her a couple years back for Vocalo, and where she spoke about how the influence of Chicago music has really inspired her like style of production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, another Chicago musician playing at Pitchfork this year. That's Sen Morimoto. Let's listen to a song of his. People watching this. We love Sen here on Reset. This one is People Watching. Uh, Lior. Talk about who else is uh, representing Chicago at, at Pitchfork this year. Yeah, and I love I love Sen. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see Sen. Yeah. Uh, Rick Wilson is also playing. This is his second time playing Pitchfork, and he just released a collaborative track with Chromeo and A Track called Cluster Funk. Nice. Uh, he's a you know he's a disco kind of leaning rapper, and that uh, that song just like really bends pretty well 
to his personality and his uh, his style of of rapping and his style of music. And besides, you know, the three of them, there's Deeper, which is an indie rock band that released an album in 2020 called Auto Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of mix like colder post punk and warmer indie rock. And uh, Jalen from from Gary, Indiana, who is oh. a terrific experimental producer, uh, just uh, did a collaboration with Third Coast Percussion last year called Perspective. Um, so I'm really curious to see what she's going to bring. Rick Wilson, Deeper, Jay Lynn. Any thoughts on, on those acts, Ayana? Well, definitely uh, Jay Lynn and, and Rick Wilson and obviously Sen are like folks that Vocalo in particular are pretty excited about. Um, Rick Wilson, obviously, we have a really long relationship with Rick and, you know, all of the Sen Morimoto's like super records family are mm-hmm. folks that we've been watching for a very long time. Yeah. Well, there are more than 40 performances in all to check out. And one of Vocalo's recommendations is kind of close to my heart. It's coffee. Here is West Indies by the Jamaican reggae artist. We up, yeah. Free up, yeah. Violence, yeah. Got family structure. Do them cabos get lit up, yeah. Hey. So that was one of Vocalo's most played tracks in 2022, really? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, I mean, there's something about it that's very, very, very infectious. I love and really coffee. the whole project <laughs> is like, right? Like, yes. it's very, very so infectious. good. I mean, she came out of nowhere as an artist, I, I feel, and just kind of hit the scene with Toast, which was a really big song, right. and just took off, right, exactly. I feel. Yeah, I mean, and I think maybe folks coming to Pitchfork might not be as familiar with her, but I think they should be. And it's definitely like if you're into Afrobeats, even like the adjacency between her style of like pop reggae and Afrobeats, it's definitely like in a, a wheelhouse that's very like, you know, complimentary. Yeah, for sure. Who else are you excited about, Lior? Uh, I'm really stoked on Soul Glow, which is a Philadelphia hardcore band. Uh, they put out an album called Diaspora Problems. Uh, I forget if it was last year or the year before, but uh, it's it's one of my favorite albums to come out in the past few years. Uh, they play with so much energy. You think that they're the only source of it in the universe. Uh, and they flirt with hip-hop. They uh, Chicago-based rapper McKinley Dixon appeared on the closer of the album called Spiritual Level of Gang Sh- uh, part of my language. And they uh, are just tremendous. They are a band that is that I think can reach a huge crowd of people, which is the kind of thing that you want to see at a festival. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about the 2023 lineup for Pitchfork Music Festival. With us to discuss are Ayana Contreras, who's content director of Vocalo, and Chicago reader, staff writer, Lior Galil. All right, folks, let's turn now to Lollapalooza. Uh, They just announced their lineup just this morning. Musicians from around the world are going to be playing from Thursday, August 3rd to Sunday, August 6th over at Grant Park. More than 400,000 people usually come out to the festival for music like this. Pull me out of this. So that is Delilah by Fred again. Ayana, who can we expect to see at Lala this year? You know, some of the um, this highlights... This looks pretty long. Yes, um, it was very long. Uh, <laughs> my eyes started glazing over as I was trying to pick through. <laughs> but definitely um, some of the top acts include Red Hot Chili Peppers, which folks, I don't think folks were expecting. Um, Kendrick Lamar. I'm excited about Carol G, honestly. Yeah. Because it's, you don't really see a lot of reggaeton like, included. Um, Why do you think folks weren't expecting Red Hot Chili Peppers? I'm just curious. I don't know. I mean, they had a very good year, but at the same time, it's also like sort of um, like a heritage act in some sense, you know, and I don't know that Lala always does that. 
Mm -hmm. when they do do it, it's always like, oh, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. Um, And also, I don't know. You just, you just, Lala is good for booking the kind of surprises. They do, because if you're booking 37,000 acts, you got to have some surprises. That is true. That is so true. Anything catch your eye there on this list, Lior? Uh, I'm really excited about Brackenzie, uh, who is a Columbus producer and singer. He's, I mean, you can call him a hyperpop star. Uh, I think he rejects that term, but he blends like 2000s emo melodrama and uh, more beat oriented production. He is, and, and he is a pop star in the waiting. He sold out Metro pretty recently, touring behind Hypochondriac, which is an album that he put out in December. And uh, there is something so moving about how his music kind of gels in this really sharp and Mm. uh, emotional way, uh, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I love that. Well, Chicago indie rockers Dead is part of the lineup, too. Let's hear some of their music. What do you think of this one, Lior? I mean, Dead is great. I, I love this. This single came out on Blue Skies, which they released last year. It's been great to see them succeed. Uh, you know, a stripped down kind of power trio indie rock group that mm-hmm. uh, that that really leans towards dream pop is it's cool to see them succeed in the way that they have. Uh, I wish that there were more local acts on Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. They're Agreed. one of like four or five that I picked out, which is the same that Pitchfork has. That's it. And Lala, really? Yeah. Yeah, and Lala hosts like 200 bands. Right. But I also don't like Lollapalooza, so, you it's know. It's what it is. <laughs> well, then there's that. There's that part. But, I mean, there are some acts, if you're into, like, this type of music that Vocalo plays, like, Jid is playing, which is exciting. Oh, and nice. Thames. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people may not remember. Thames is one huge. Of the biggest, it's a huge, yeah. The I mean, Essence was track huge. of, what, 2021? For sure. 2020 was Essence, and then came back with Orange Was a Place in 2021. Big project. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks, the Sacred Souls, some people, if you really like kind of soulful music, Jesse Reyes, who we interviewed recently, Joey Badass, we can say that. Yes. Uh, Sudan Archives, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some, there's a little some something, but, you know. So who are the, the local acts that you're looking forward to, Lior? I mean, of, of the handful that you, you mentioned will be showing up. Yeah, uh, Kid Ken, who is who broke out as the first openly gay drill rapper. Uh, and put on an album called Grown last year is is one of the you know few acts. It's uh, it is it is like really hard to choose favorites because there are again there's four. Chicago Made is I guess the five uh, on there, which is you know a DK's project. Which yeah. I have mixed feelings about DK's being further involved in a festival like this uh, because you know uh, Live Nation has taken up so much of Grand Park over the summer and. Uh, and in a way has blotted out the ability for DKs to put on its free summer programming mm. in Millennium Park. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, mixed feelings about DKs' involvement in that. But aside from Kim Kent, there's uh, Sincere Engineer, which is kind of stripped down uh, pop punk, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool. Put out an album in 2021 called Bless My Psyche. Uh, Louis the Child, not really my thing, but if you're into like over the top dance music, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're the, the highest ranking local band. Um, so, you know, good. So, for them. Lior, it doesn't sound like you're going to be heading to to Lala. Are you going to Pitchfork this year? Uh, m- maybe. You know, I've I've 
I haven't gone to a festival since the pandemic started. So um, I'm I'm still getting my toes wet with uh, with live music again. Understood. Uh, I think a lot of people are in that same boat. What about you, yeah. Ayana? Well, you know, we have to be at both of those festivals because that's part of our you're, job. You're working it. Covering <laughs> music, arts, and culture for the city. I do think uh, the one thing I was a little disappointed in um, in terms of Pitchfork, and I mentioned it in the article that we posted, is that the Sunday programming has historically been kind of almost almost like urban alternative programming, like like the way that they would program that out. And this time around, I mean, you know, it's it's a little more variety in each day, which I appreciate. But that I was always looking forward to that Pitchfork Sunday, mm, you know, like, yeah. like Erica Badu or somebody would headline and like George that's Clinton true, would play. Yes. It would be like a really interesting mix of people. But and that's know. not happening. No. Well, that's pit- the one where Bon Iver is headlining. Right. Okay. Well, Pitchfork and Lalo, I mean, we know that these are just two of Chicago's music festivals this summer. So what other events you think folks should check out? I mean, there's always, you know, something good all in the neighborhoods, right? Like, I I know... I checked out my very first Silver Room black uh, party. party last year. Yeah. Now that's moved to the Oakwood uh, Beach, right? Like, that's where it is now, which for a long time, it was, you know, in Wicker Park, most popularly, right? And then it moved and got huge at 53rd Street. But I guess there was a kind of a pushback against the festival organizers from other business people who were saying it was blocking business, which I find hard to believe. Yeah. If anything, you would think it would like make more people, you know, patronize those areas. But yeah. Well, I want folks listening to head over to vocalo.org and check out that wonderful article that Ayana just referred to. And we'll leave the conversation there. We'll be talk- we've will be we been talking to Ayana Contreras, who's content director over at Vocalo, and Chicago Reader staff writer Lior Galil. Thank you both. Thank you. of the Reset Podcast was produced by Stephanie Kim and Ethan Schwab, who also edited the episode alongside Dan Tucker. We spin a lot of music on Reset. You can check out our interview with singer-songwriter Andy Schaff wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.